It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's what's up? That was a very uninspired what's up. I almost feel like I want to do it again. There couldn't have been less inspiration behind our what's up. What, are we all okay? What's you want to do it again? Oh hell, let's just do it again. Run it back. Let's just do it again. Hang on, we, we don't need we don't need all of it. What's up? What's up? What's uh, you know what? It wasn't that much better, but it was it was something. Are we all all right? Let me let me start the show that way. Are we all all right? Everything is all right. My 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 pec is not torn. Yeah, bruises on my body. You got that going so for you. Okay, Brandon, everything's okay over there. Yeah, my legs fine. Your your legs fine, right? All right, yeah. Everybody else is hurt. That's just the reality of it. All right, so we're all in agreement. We're all okay. All right. It just seemed it seemed like we were struggling in order to start it. Welcome in episode number one thirty four of Jobbing Out. One thirty four. Anyone? Thirty four wrestlers are injured. It seems like it now, doesn't it? <laughs> It'll it, be 134 days between WWE title defenses when all said and done. Oh, I think we'd be lucky if <laughs> it was 134 days. Uh, no, but it is days. Days is the, where we're working with this. Anybody want a second guess? Is that how many? Wait, no, can't be that. Hmm. How many days CM Punk wrestled before getting injured? No, I don't know. I think it was a little bit more than that. I think yeah, it was it more. Been more. I think it was yeah. more. Uh, Brandon, you want one more? Is it wrestling related? It, yes, it is wrestling related. <laughs> so you do a lot of weird non-wrestling related. I don't do a lot of them. No. Every now and then, I throw one in when something is pressing. Yes. Okay, hundred and thirty-four days since. Since or until? Can I get that hint? Uh, between. Oh, between. Oh, wow. Um. Oh, between AEW adding another belt? No. Um. I think that's been like thirteen point four days well, between mean, like, their, them adding belt, belts. Not like other people's belts. Um. No. No. Uh. According to a text that Aaron sent us last night on Sunday, August fourteenth, at the Hardlock Live in Atlantic oh. City. Cody Rhodes and Seth freaking Rollins are scheduled to have a match. Now, I don't think that's going to happen, but if it wait, did... Wait, 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 wait. Who, wait, wait. who is, who is uh, sure Cody Rhodes dude? facing? Frank, I'm sorry, yeah. Seth Franklin Robbins. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> Robbins. Thank, Seth Franklin Robbins. Seth Franklin Rollins are scheduled to have a match. If they were, it would be 134 consecutive days of matches between Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins at that point. As the first one, I mean, obviously not consecutive. They didn't wrestle every day, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, I they wrestled about 20 Oh no! Yo, no, your internet is starting. Your internet's starting up again. Oh, You've been on no. a good streak of like not bad internet. Oh, what happened? Oh, it was going so well. Seven, eight, nine. So far, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. So far. Including house shows, 
18 matches between Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. I mean, yep. in, k- in kayfabe to end this, you literally have to kill him now. Well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we will discuss that. Um, unfortunately, that's really what this week's show is kind of all about, two huge stories in professional wrestling. Um, and because we, you know, actually, I think because Cody Rhodes, I, if I'm being honest with you, I truly believe is the bigger story this week. And boy, there's a lot of tentacles to why I think Cody Rhodes is the bigger story this week. But the biggest one to me is much like Becky Lynch a couple years, like how many years ago was that now with the bloody nose? Uh, was that two 17? and a half? No. It was 19? No, that was, that was, yeah, Summer Slay, or going into Survivor Series 19. Um, I think there no, is. No, it couldn't be 19. It has to be at least 18. Oh, 18, you're right, you're right, because she, the mania was in 19. Yeah, right. 18. Yeah, 18, exactly right. 18 was the year. Much like that year, the moment that you saw that image, you knew that's the image we're still going to be thinking about at the end of the year. When we get to doing the jobbies, we will still be thinking about that image. And there is absolutely zero doubt in my mind that the image of professional wrestling in 2022 is going to end up being Cody Rhodes and his torn pec when he took off his robe at Hell in a Cell on Sunday night. Now, there's a lot of tentacles to that, but I just use that alone to say there is nothing that I think will possibly get more widely shared, discussed, given throughout the interwebs, throughout pop culture. You can say anything you want about Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back and wrestling, and yes, he was he looked great. That image, to me, will define the year that we will still be thinking about. We all know Stone Cold Steve Austin came back to wrestle one match. It's not really a big story. It's just something that happened one time. This, to me, is a reflection of the most insane turn I could have ever possibly imagined Cody Rhodes experiencing during the course of the year 2022, and the reason why we now know with certainty that Cody Rhodes is going to be the champion come WrestleMania next year. Yeah, I, I, you, I mean, he has to be. If, if he's not, you're crazy <laughs> at this point. You can't, I mean, I know they didn't plan this part, but once this happens, you kind of, you, you've been gifted something. You've been gifted something that will work. Yeah, I mean, and it, and it shows... You know, we we knew he was big. We knew he was the biggest thing on Raw. But it wasn't until we realized the the cataclysm that would happen after he goes out that you realize, oh, Cody Rhodes is not just yeah, you know he's not just on X level. He's I, if he goes out, the entire show changes. You're going a different way, and I think that you're being a bit dramatic with that. I, and I, I just it's one to say, does it change? Sure, it changes, but I don't think it changes the way you're trying to pretend that it changes. This is way more. This isn't about WWE. Is this is not WWE did this to themselves? They made him that important, or they don't have anything else. This is this moment is so organic that it doesn't matter what the rest of your show looks like. It doesn't matter if you have eight guys that are important. The moment that dude comes out looking like that and gives you that match, I don't care if there are six guys in his way. I don't care if you've got the most, the deepest roster you've ever had. I don't care if the, the show is the best quality show you've ever had. That guy that looks like that, that comes out and gives you that match, that's your champion. That's the guy you throw everything behind. Every, every other element of it be damned. Who cares about all of that? You've got your guy. The guy that was willing to do that for your company, the fans, and the business is the guy. Plain and simple, he's the guy. 
I mean, look, I coming into it, coming into that, I, I believed he was probably going to be the one to beat Roman Reigns, you know, as much as we talk about Drew McIntyre. And, and Drew McIntyre still Man, we, we all literally three said that Drew McIntyre was going to be I the one to beat I understood, but I was Reigns. kind of under the impression that it might be a, a short-term thing. Like, but, I, I think the but guy... we all said he was going to be the one to beat Roman Reigns. You're right, saying, I understand that. You're saying now no, that you I'm believe saying, that Cody Rhodes is the one, but you literally I, I, said I'm something going else. I'm say Cody Rhodes is the one who puts, down, who puts Roman Reigns down. What? So I think Drew McIntyre could win, but Roman Reigns could win it back. And that was kind of always my thing, is I wasn't sure that Drew McIntyre would be the one to, to end Roman Reigns, quote-unquote. Nobody's I going to end Roman Reigns. End him as this, this aspect of Roman Reigns. Like, not end him as a as a performer, though, you know, if he's not going to wrestle, who knows what's going to happen. But as this character of Roman Reigns, my point is that this, the the tribal chief, the everything, was going to continue after Drew McIntyre, even if Drew McIntyre won, because Roman Reigns was going to win the belt back quickly. I think that when we're talking about this this era of Roman Reigns, it's Cody Rhodes. I have I have no clue what you're what you're trying. Okay, here so so Lex Lu in the middle of Hulk of Hollywood Hogan's in the right. NWO, Lex Luger won that. But you wouldn't say that Lex Luger ended that era because Hollywood Hogan won the title back very very quickly after Lex Luger beat him for the title. I thought Drew McIntyre could be that. You know, I I wasn't I didn't think Drew McIntyre would be the one to be the eventual Goldberg thing whatever. I thought Drew McIntyre might be the Lex Luger, and Cody Rhodes is the guy who eventually is the one to end, in lack of a better term, Roman Reigns. How, how long did did the Hogan have the? Uh, you're trying to make a comparison that I'm not. I'm not with. I, my, my my point is simply that it's it the next guy, the next true undisputed guy is Cody Rhodes, and and that and this past so weekend confirmed. Hogan that. Hogan had the title for a year. And then lost it to Luger, and then, and then Luger, won it back like three days later. Yeah, like three days later, he beat Luger and had it for yes. a few months, and lost to Sting, and then got it back and lost to Goldberg. Yeah, then then he got it back. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there, yeah, like the the, <laughs> the the exact analogy doesn't quite work. It really here, does, and that's what I'm trying to come up with. It was like, it was declared vacant, and then he beat yes. Sting, and then he had the title for two months and lost to Goldberg. Goldberg, yeah, but so then my, he did the finger poke of poke doom happen. Yeah. yeah, so it's not a perfect analogy there. My my point is simply that. Cody is the guy. Well, I I don't know if Cody's the guy or not. I know he's going to be the guy at WrestleMania. Like that and I, and I actually don't I'm not I'm not really I think it does matter. I don't think Cody is going to be the guy that they decide is the bigger star than Drew McIntyre for the next 10 years. I I absolutely I believe think, I think he's the big I think they're going to say he's the bigger star right now for this minute maybe right with the goal to make drew the bigger star. right i like i think that ultimately in the end of the day this is a wrestlemania story and this is one that we now know has to come to fruition and that's what this is this is a you've got it now it's all there 
Whatever you do with Drew McIntyre, be damned. I still think it would be insane to not have Drew McIntyre be the one to beat Roman Reigns because the streak for Roman Reigns is so important at this point that it really doesn't matter if Roman Reigns turns around and beats Drew McIntyre again. Being the guy that finally beat Drew Roman Reigns is the thing that matters now. The streak is so overwhelming. It's so all-encompassing that like this trying to differentiate between who won, ended the streak and who ended whatever weird term you're trying to use for Cody Rhodes... You're lost in the minutia. The more important one is the who's the guy that beats him first, but the specific importance for Cody Rhodes, and not necessarily even that it has to be Roman Reigns, and I think that's important. The important part is that Cody Rhodes is the champion in the main event at WrestleMania. That's the part that matters. So whether also oh, Aaron's thing is is so Aaron's thing is kind of right. It, just, well, it could be, but I'm saying it doesn't matter if it's Roman Reigns or not. Like, well, right. I think that's what he. All oh, you're Mike, saying, Mike, he was oh, saying Mike. that Reigns would win it back. I, I, yeah, think, I, I, Mike, no, I, I don't think my point is Cody. If you're the, the Rock, you can't do that. Right. That's it, honest. If you're doing Roman Reigns the Rock, this actually creates Dude, something. If you had Cody beat Drew McIntyre, that would be, that would be fine. I mean, you'd probably rather have him beat a heel. You know, like you. But who is it? I know. I understand that. I don't. <laughs> I don't have that answer. Ben no. Uh, no. Yeah. I have the answer. I mean, there's one answer. It's Randy Orton's the answer. Yeah, that's, it, it that's could who be. It, has to it be. could well be Randy Orton. That's you know, that's that's totally plausible. Um, and it actually make a ton of sense for that to be the case. So I'm with you. He would beat Drew. But my, yeah. my my point being, it, the Roman Reigns side of it doesn't matter. Cody doesn't have to overcome. There is no Cody Rhodes Roman Reigns story. And again, you'd just be acknowledging you never had anything in mind. That you just started this thing with Roman Reigns with no solution whatsoever, and you made it up as you went along. The Cody Rhodes story has nothing to do with Roman Reigns and does not need to have anything to do with Roman Reigns, and in a way that would almost kind of f with it. I, and I just Roman Reigns is such an overwhelming superstar that it almost kind of screws with what the story is now with Cody Rhodes. The Cody Rhodes story is: look what he did for you. Look what he was willing to do, and. Everyone, no matter what you think, whether you're an AEW fan who's mad that he left for WWE, whether you're someone who hated AEW, his AEW character, which, as we know, was the worst in the history of professional wrestling, however you have ever felt about Cody Rhodes, whether you thought he was a mid-carder and not a star, my God, he just did something that puts him into the pantheon of things that you have ever seen in the history of professional wrestling. He was blue and purple and went out and gave you an unbelievable Hell in the Cell match. Not even an unbelievable based on the circumstances. That was a great match no matter what the circumstances were. He did that while he looked like that. He has to be the champion coming out of WrestleMania. He has to main event WrestleMania, which is a big thing for him that he has cared about deeply. You have to tell that story. You got the defining moment in all of professional wrestling, which, again, they had nothing to do with it. They didn't create it in any way. It's screwy, and we can talk about some of the other problems that come along with it, but they got the defining moment because of it. I agree. The, I mean, the legitimately, the only question is... Do you, you know, do you let him sit back, rest even longer than maybe even necessary to get that big rumble return? Do yes. you like, yeah, yes, yes, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, can you get a couple of commentaries out of him or something? Yeah, like maybe? well, I don't, I don't, but, uh, but then he needs to you, disappear. At are you series. saying does he specifically need to be a surprise entrant in the rumble? Not even surprise, you can even announce it ahead of time, but I, I, I mean, not, surprises are always good. He definitely I should enjoy. not wrestle before that. I don't know if it's that big of a deal if he does. And that that that's where 
Aaron's well, other. That, no, that that depends on what the recovery situation is. Well, you know let's, what I'm let's let's assume it's generally we've seen this about four months. Let's assume he can come back in if he they wanted he could come back in October. Let's just assume that. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal if they're trying to make day one a thing. This is the part that I don't I don't like. If that's still a thing because they haven't we we don't know the twenty three pay per views yet, right? Uh, we don't. We like, don't. we did, day one, like, here's the thing. January 1st just happened to be a Saturday last year. Oh, right, like, but January 1st is a holiday no matter what, so they can always a, do an... You think they'll do it if it's a Tuesday or something? Why wouldn't they? It's a holiday. Okay. Like, what would the reason be to not? Because the and, second and it's isn't a, a holiday. Well, it's, I, it's, a su- it's a Sunday this year, by the way. Oh, well, there you go. Well, which, means that, which means that the second will also be a federal holiday, so sco- like schools won't be open on the second and anything like that. Right, right, right. Um... So, so yeah, I mean, they, they're trying to make day one a thing, and unfortunately, they did leave one more effing Seth Rollins thing out there because so of all of this. That was the most screwy part of yes, all of that's, this. That's 100%. That's the part that I was just alluding to. And if they wanted to say, we're going to do it day one, one more Cody Rhodes-Seth Rollins match, n- nobody needs it, but, you know, it will be so far removed from the others that it won't feel forced at that point um let me let me add some convolutedness to this because i know you love when i do that ah yes what if they what if the plan was for him to win money in the bank and and call his shot at wrestlemania as that promo i mean we i think we've all learned since that that was just some bullshit on the screen that he was told to read and that was all that that was and it meant nothing but Let's say that they that the plan was for him to win Money in the Bank, and now he can't. Wouldn't you then have Seth Rollins win Money in the Bank? And if they want Cody to have the Money in the Bank because they have a different... Now, again, I don't think this is what they should do. He 100% should win the Rumble. That's who. That's what that is built for, yes. is for this kind of person of, yes. that has this heat. But if they have some other plan for the Royal Rumble... And a plan was for him to have the money in the bank and to challenge at WrestleMania, whatever, to be the honorable one or whatever. Um, then that was that's how you could get it back to him, is that he could just challenge Seth Rollins for the money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. And they could say that he has to do that because it's Seth Rollins' fault that he's not in the match or whatever. Like They could try to say that he would have recovered, but since Seth Rollins injured him further or whatever... Because he was cutting a promo like he was going to be back for Money in the Bank. We all know, right? That's well, but that's be... and that's literally why they had Seth Rollins take him out. They Correct. had Seth Rollins take him out. Is that that's the reason he can't make it to to these things? Not the original injury that he wrestled through, right? Like they specifically did that, and that's because I could also see a world in which they like want you know Bobby Lashley or something to win the Royal Rumble. Like I guess... we do have to remember that, like. It's still WWE, and even well, though Cody's working, and and it and they they well, put but an there investment there in are him. more elements to this. Like, yeah. how many belts are there going to be at that right. point? That, like, that's a big part of it. Um, right. you know, there's there's a secondary question about was it the plan to have Cody Rhodes win Money in the Bank, or was did that really make sense? Like, what would you be doing with that if he won Money in the Bank? Would he just be announcing himself as a contender for a pay per view? And if that's the case, which one? Because we were to understand that Randy Orton was the guy for SummerSlam, and we were to understand that, um, you know, Drew McIntyre would be the guy for Clash at the Castle. So, Saudi Arabia? Like, is was that the idea? 
or, or is Riddle the Saudi Arabia guy? Like, what what is happening with that? Well, by I, the way? I, we, I, well mean, I, I think we're going to find out tomorrow night. It seems like Riddle now just they by moving the show out of the stadium, they can get away with doing Riddle Roman in an arena. Like, they don't need. Well, it. they've they've just the latest reports is Roman will not be at Money in the Bank. But that's always been the report. I know. Well, but then, that, then, that, what, like they, then they what is this bit? That. Then what is this bit know. with Riddle? Like this I'm, makes. I'm wondering no. if it's what I thought. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a it's a it's a one off to try to pop a number on. I mean, this is the absolute worst time of year to try to be doing that. Like that's insane. If that's what your plan is, but if it's that Fourth of July show though, because isn't it on? It's it's the day before Money in the Bank, right? Or is it is it the second or the first or something where they have. Didn't they try to do something big on that show before? No, we talked about that. We found out that was just a like an. Well, no, you, we talked about specifically that uh, a Roman Reigns title match, but no, like, we, they we did talked other... we talked about like they did try to like you'd thrown out it being the Great American Bash, but it wasn't that. That was on NXT. No, but didn't somebody? But didn't they have someone win the Intercontinental title? Like I know this well, is like they're comparing well, that and, to and Money Roman in the Reigns. Bank is moving around so much that it's hard to right. say what happens before Money in the Bank because it's a different month every year. Um, it's it, it, you'd be looking at July. No, for... I'm, t- I'm not talking about money in the bank i'm talking about specifically fourth of july like that friday they've, they've done it before though it might have actually been on the fourth of july when they've done it was it on the third of july but it doesn't matter yeah, whatever the, whatever I, the friday I, I, is i don't know I, I anything that you would say they would be doing would be nothing compared to having a roman reigns title match and like to say no, it would be like the next level of and again like this was influenced this idea was influenced by the news from two weeks ago that Fox is mad or whatever and well, wants. But that, that's not really news as much as it's sort of been something we've heard in different capacities for a while. Right, but there was, know, a, like, there was a recent article about it. Or whatever. I, I, I hear you. What I would say is, could they do it? Of course they could do it. It would just be kind of bat-ass nuts to try to pop a number on the Friday of 4th of July weekend when everybody is on vacation. Like... You're, and you have a pay-per-view the next day. You're, you're setting yourself up for failure in that way. You're setting yourself up for, let this is the best thing we have. Let's throw it on this date. And then turning around and saying, yeah, well, the funny thing about that is uh, nobody watches TV because everybody's at the beach or right, away right. or whatever. I mean, like, could they do it? I, yeah, they could do anything. It's WWE that we're talking about. It just, it comes off crazy. And by the way, the answer might very well be that what this really is for this Friday is trying to tease something because they know they're up against the NBA Finals on Friday night, and so they're trying to tease something, but it's actually not going anywhere. It's just going to be that Matt Riddle you know, gets his ass kicked by the Usos or something like that. This is nothing other than a gimmick of Matt Riddle is going to a- ask about uh, getting a championship match, and there's no there there. They just right. were hoping... So I, just, th- I just found something from Meltzer. It says, July 30th is the next time R- Reigns will be on pay-per-view... SummerSlam. He may actually wrestle on TV before that, but July 30th is his first pay-per-view championship match. He may do a television match before then. If he wrestles Riddle, it'll be on TV. It won't be on pay-per-view. At least that's the plan right now. I mean... And there's the if there. Yeah, right? Yeah, Yeah, if. But it's like... (laughs) They're doing an awful lot of... (laughs) Pushing towards that. But it's just like the Nakamura thing. Right, I mean, nothing matters. Right. I mean, we can only say it so many times. <laughs> like, right, right. Could something happen? Sure, something could happen. Does it make sense? It would have made a lot more sense a month ago than it makes once you once you get into the summer. It's really hard to try to do anything to pop a number. Like the summer is is destitute for 
television. Like, it's just, that's why you don't get events in the summer, is because these networks all know you're up against vacation. That's the biggest thing that you're up against. You're up against the fact that people have things to do in the summer, and it's, they just don't, they don't do these things. So, again, could it happen? Sure, it could happen. But I'll go back to, was Cody Rhodes the answer to win Money in the Bank? Would that have made sense? I don't think so. I think I th- see even even in the scenario where he's not injured, I think Seth Rollins winning it makes a lot of sense because you just smushed him for however long. Like if you add the edge feud to it, like I can't remember what was between this and that. Was there something between his edge feud and this feud? There had to have been, right? Um well, I guess there was, he, he was he, best friends with Kevin Owens, and there was yeah, whole... he yeah he, he did the he did the weird title thing, the whole mess there, and with then he Roman, got the sh- right, then he right. got the shot with Roman, and then it was I'm trying to get to WrestleMania. But his last real feud was the Edge thing, right? Yes, yes. He got smashed in both of those. Well, he's been smashed since he turned heel. He has not won a feud since. No, he, he went. Well, he won the Rey Mysterio feud. Did he? Yes. He in at the end he he did win. He lost a couple of matches, but he came out of that. I, I guess it, it, it went like nine months. So yeah, it, it went so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Rey Mysterio won enough of those matches. I mean, if anything, it was probably 50-50 and he he won the last one or whatever. But um, are you sure I, he won the last one? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. I mean, we have I, to look it up. I because I, remember, because it, it continued when they went over to SmackDown. And I feel like Rey ended up walking away with that feud. But whatever. Either way, they both won a good amount because they wrestled 50 times. I, 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 at this point, would probably argue that the the awkwardness of everything that's going on with Roman Reigns actually leads to the place where the the better answer would almost be having Drew win. And, and say I'm doing money it in, in the bank. I'm cashing in in my home country. Exactly. Or right. whatever. Like yeah. that, that it's just such... To your, yes, Seth Rollins is traditionally the perfect answer for winning Money in the Bank, right? It gets him his heat back. He's a heel. He's traipsing right. around with this. It's all of those things. But there's no champion present for that to matter with. Like, you don't have a champion to remind, hey, there's this guy looming. Your champion's not there. So as as much as all of this sucks and is terribly problematic, given the circumstances... I think you find yourself in a place where you're better off having a face champion or face win money back. And I guess you could kind of do the same thing with Randy Orton, but you know, it's, it's tricky because I don't know if Randy Orton is going to be a pure baby face moving forward or not. We alluded to the idea that he could be the heel champion that Cody Rhodes could be. I'm still, I'm still assuming he's a heel when he comes back. Right. That there's still going to be a split with Riddle and he ends up. If he's wrestling Roman, he can't come back. Not maybe not for SummerSlam, right? Like for SummerSlam. Correct. That after SummerSlam, maybe he bl- Riddle gets involved somehow. He's mad at Riddle. He turns on Riddle, and that sets things up moving forward. You could do it with Randy Orton, but it would seem like the more meaningful thing would be to say, have Drew McIntyre conquering hero and announce, I don't care who the champion is. I want to do this in front of my people. And then you can start advertising Drew McIntyre in the championship match at Clash in the Castle, which I think I read they're even kinda... though they're already advertising. That. <laughs> well, they're not answer- They're just advertising yeah. him. They're not advertising yeah. a championship match. They're just advertising him. Didn't he cut a promo where he said that he's fighting the champion at at the at that thing? 
Did he cut a promo or was it just like a interview or something like that? They're definitely not shy about the fact that he's going to be the person. Well, I mean, we all you know, be insane. Look, as, as soon as they announce the pay per view, we assume right. that. Right, and he's on the po- right. Exactly. Hang on a second. Let me uh, let me see if I can find. Now, anything. I do think. By the way, if you told me. Now, again, I have no end game. Like, as per usual, I have no idea where it goes past this, like, little fun idea I had. But, like, if you told me that Seth Rollins won the money in the bank in the next three months is like. Okay, he did. By the way, he did on Smack. He did say on SmackDown, I want to. Yeah, I thought he did. Yeah, I thought he did. But, like, so if you if you told me that Seth Rollins won the money in the bank in the next couple of months. He feuds with Sami Zayn, who's just playing defense of keeping him away from Roman Reigns. For that, that's kind of fun. Uh, I mean, I mean, like every outside, time that the, he's the, trying the, to do something, Sami Zayn takes the briefcase or interferes. But, but Roman Reigns still has to be present for any that's of that the to problem, matter. Is you, you're no, not no, playing no, defense. No, 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 no. Actually, he doesn't need to be because they've already done this a couple of times. They have Seth Rollins like going up to the room with his name on it or whatever, and then Sami Zayn. You know, they they can do things like that where it's like. They pretend like he's about to come out. Could they do it? Yes, but it's almost like an inside joke between all of us. If you right, literally, right, right. if you literally never see Roman Reigns, then what you're really doing is again making Seth Rollins a boob. Like you're 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 going back to the thing I was talking about with MJF. Like you're the you're you're not vindictive. You're not a heel. You're just an idiot. This this person's not here. You've never seen them, and you're traipsing around like you're going to. It does. That doesn't work. Like I, again, does it go back? Could they do it? Of course they could do it. Could there be some fun or some comedy that comes out of it? Sure. It's but, Seth Rollins, of course. But ultimately, at the end of the day, for those of us with a brain, we would be forced to say, "Is he just the dumbest human being alive?" <laughs> like, how stupid is Seth Rollins? This is John Moxley with a television exploding on him, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like. It, you're you're not an evil genius. You're an idiot. <laughs> you're 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 getting into all these other matches or all these other fights over something that isn't real. Like, what are we doing? So yeah, could they do it? I, sure, they they could. But and I and I did you know looking at how he worded, it, I completely missed it. It's not as if he declared or they announced that he was in the match as much as he said I'm going to be. And the best way to 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 finish that off is to have him win Money in the Bank and then immediately say, I'll see it, sure. Clash of the Castle. Like, that's it guarantees my spot. Um, that by, by the way, and now that you think about it, that's really the only way they can do Money in the Bank at all because if the champion's never on the show, that's the Money in the Bank is irrelevant. That's that's right. exactly what that, I'm saying. That's yeah. the whole point. If, you, if yeah. you're doing the traditional Money in the Bank, you almost need to separate the titles fairly quickly because right. otherwise it, it doesn't work. And as much as it pains me, because you know I've I've said that they haven't used the money in the bank as the device enough in recent years. Um, yeah, it, it really is the only clean thing to do. Because the other thing is, if let's say you do have someone like Seth Rollins win, and you want this big crowning thing of Drew McIntyre going back to his home country, well, there's there's the background of yeah, but Drew McIntyre might not even be the one to walk away from the title if someone interferes in this match, which you don't want. Yeah, I mean, sure, sure. Or that's the way to get out to get out of that match without him winning the title. But I, I mean, I think we all agree he should win there. I, I've, I've never, I'm not, I will never mix words. It would be insane, and and I would have felt differently if Roman Reigns was going to be around. 
if this is really what we're getting out of Roman Reigns, they would be bat-ass nuts to not have Drew McIntyre defeat him at Clash of the Castle. I mean, it would be... Frankly, there's a lot of other things they should have done. I think we all know that. But at this point, it's about the only option you have left. Like, this is your moment. This is your chance. Somebody might say, do you really have... That moment, do you really want to have that happen uh, overseas? Do you really want to have that happen and not have it happen on a Sunday night pay-per-view or something along those lines? Uh, throw all that ass out the window, man. I, I don't think they care at this point. Well, like, it, yeah. I would like to hope, but there's a lot of things I, I thought they would care about that they clearly don't care about either. When is so. the Saudi Arabia thing? October. So it's going to be Bobby Lashley, right? Whoever the champion I, is. I mean, they definitely teased uh, him too. I mean, they're they're sure pushing him. Well, but... he held up the title. <laughs> he uh, took the title from the so crowd. Does, so did Nakamura. Did he? I mean, he. You know, he, they I, did the things. I don't. You're right. I don't. The Bobby I don't know Lashley if he actually thing felt very time. planted. Yeah, but they could someone always, just happened may, to have a WWE title there that maybe, but that also could just be about trying to sell money in the bank. You know what I mean? Like, they, oh, okay, yeah, that, yeah, like he's going to be in the money in the bank match. Right. right. That could be nothing more than let's right. plant this because we're going to start planting the seeds for who all is going to be in the money in the bank match. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if that means that he's definitely. But they look. Yes, to Aaron's point, they're definitely. No matter what, they're clearly trying to elevate him further. Um, so, Which I think we all agree with. Oh, I we, think we all. Bobby Lashley's yes. been phenomenal. He's been unbelievable. Yeah. We're all. He's, he's been. That. He's been top five. I think. But, you know that's why you should have two championships. That and I think that's or, the big question. Maybe we is. should talk about that, Glenn. Should we talk about? Should we? Should we talk about it? What else is there to say? <laughs> I just mean we don't normally talk about that. Yeah. So we should never bring that up whatsoever. Um, as far as the let me go back to Cody for a second. The the people that are doing the bit. I I think I'd like to hope that we all have learned enough to know that um, you know it, it, the the idea that it was wrong for WWE to let him wrestle that match is not factually accurate. It's a very unique situation where it's only about threshold of pain. Um, you know how to compare it to? There are quarterbacks that have literally played with torn ACLs. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I feel like I feel like yeah. Um, it's the type of thing that like. You find out afterwards, like someone finished a game with a torn ACL, and you're like, what? Like, what? How is that possible? Joe Flacco did it once. And I was like, what? You finished the game with a torn ACL, and you realize it's just about threshold of pain. Like, can you deal with the pain? And if you can, like, at that point, the the risk, you've the, the, the ACL's already torn. Like, you can't tear it further. It's already torn. You're you're in the situation that you're in. You're gonna need surgery. It's just a question of when you get the surgery done. Um, you know, like you don't want to have to go through this type of pain every time you perform. If WWE, if Cody Rhodes didn't want to wrestle the match, WWE forced him to. That would be shameful. But everything that we know about Cody Rhodes suggests the exact opposite. There is no reason for at all for us to think that's the case. Cody Rhodes is is, you know, in some sick twisted way. This might have been the happiest Cody Rhodes has right, ever right. been. hundred percent. Like, oh, you you don't think he's already planning coming back as torn Cody Rhodes for that one Seth Rollins match? With so, his yeah, something along hair those dyed lines. black, and you know, what, whatever. He'll probably, ta- he'll probably tattoo this the the bruise on his body and all that stuff. It's one hundred percent happening. This is absolutely like the type of thing that when it happened, he was 
like he might have had a throbbing heart on about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm dying at uh, I'm I'm dying at Aaron saying he's gonna get the bruised tattoo. Tattoo, yeah, yeah, really yeah. funny. Uh, it would um, so I will tell you that like I texted AJ because I was like, okay, I need I need some help here as a non-athlete. How crazy is what he's doing? You know what I mean? And he was like. You know, he's definitely in a lot of pain. Honestly, one match can get done no problem under any pain that doesn't prevent you from walking, standing, but it's still incredible what he did. No doubt. Like, that's the thing. We Like, there yes. is no question. He was, and he, of course, he took, there's no question in my mind that he got a shot, he got whatever he got in order to try to deal with it. But, dude, stop. Like, yeah. we all saw what we saw. You're still dealing with that. And, and then Monday. <laughs> right. Right, and then they go out and get your ass kicked again. And again, look, you're getting. There's no doubt that there are drugs involved with this that help out a great deal. Like you, you give me a tour at all, I can go through a lot of pain, man. Like I can deal with pain in a far different way with one freaking tour at all than than I, when when I had a what was a kidney stone. I I literally thought I had appendicitis. I thought I was dying. Just a little bit of tour at all, and all of a sudden I'm like, bro, I'm good. Let's go for a run, like. You, it's amazing what pain drugs can do. But there's no doubt, the man was in a lot of pain. There's no question about that, given the things that he was being asked to do. Um, all the respect in the world. But this idea that some people put out, oh, this is shameful, This is that's not, that's not true. And there would be other performers that maybe I would have a question in my mind, like, did WWE pressure them into? Did WWE say, oh my God, our pay-per-view will fall apart if you don't perform? We... You've got to do this, something along those lines. There might be, but not Cody Rhodes. <laughs> like, not yeah. a chance that I think that was the... I think if WWE attempted to tell Cody Rhodes, you're not doing the pay-per-view, he would have said, I'll quit the company. Like, that's... He's nuts. He's crazy. He's desperate for this type of thing. Um, I have I have no fear whatsoever. There's plenty of things I think WWE gets wrong. I don't think that's anywhere close to something that they got wrong no. in that moment. And again, I, we have to go back to the insanity of the fact that all of this has worked. Like, I, it is unreal to me that the worst character in all of professional wrestling has become the guy that absolutely 1,000% must win the championship in the main event at WrestleMania next year. I cannot believe how well... And I know we all said the moment... It was when we had the conversation the first day, the reports were out about him leaving, and I said, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, I think it might work. <laughs> like, I think it might be the best possible thing and it might work. Even then, I couldn't have projected this. This is nuts. This is the one of the biggest turns for it for and I know it's not technically the same character, so we do have to keep that in mind, but even for a performer, not that Cody Rhodes' performances alone were the problem. The character was the bigger problem than the performer was in AEW, it was just hard to figure out where one ended and one began. Um, this, this is insane. This is bat-s insane that here we are. And yes, they ran into something that elevated over the weekend, but still, my God, I can't believe how far it's come. Look, so, you know, great, you know, transcendent big moments, the things that carry characters are usually, you know, something planned mixed with a little bit of luck. You know, we talked about the Becky Lynch thing. There, there's several, you know, the, the Austin 316 thing that, you know, just kind of came out from him. You got to get a little luck in there. And, and this is that little bit of luck that takes it to the next level. 
I mean, well, plus the Austin 316 thing came out of him after he wasn't supposed to be in the spot. <laughs> There's right. that too. Yeah. It's just it's wild how things happen. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, all right, so there's that. Now, I, do, I mean, do we want to cover anything else WWE-related before we go to CM Punk? Edge. Well, the Edge thing. Okay. The fallout because of the Cody thing. <sighs> Is that what we think? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it would make all the sense in the there world. There was a different report out there. I didn't see a different report. What was the other report? That he was upset with the direction of the... Oh, oh, right. The, they wanted to take it supernatural. And he said, I correct. think that they I think they would have acquiesced to him just not going supernatural if they didn't feel the need. Because it said for, one week was Finn being added. The next week was Finn replacing him. Correct. Correct. And, and I, but I, I think this agreement came between the two. I, th- I think both things factored in, but I think they would have just gone ahead with whatever Edge wanted heel wise if it wasn't for the need for edge to turn face but why but but why though to do what could to have a a over the top face on raw that they view they don't view as good as lashley is because you've got to keep him far away from roman reigns oh right no no it's simply for we need a top top baby face especially going into the summer and going into SummerSlam and stuff uh we need a top top face and we think so it'll just be him and finn maybe at SummerSlam. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm into that. Um, as long as Finn wins. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, that's the problem. <laughs> like, I there's a lot of tricky to this, right? Like, part of it is I just don't. This thing was not hitting to me. Maybe it was hitting for other people. It was not hitting to me to begin with. Um, and part of the problem, and I said this before, is that like. I still don't understand what the point of it is. I still don't know what the point of the Judgment Day is. I I don't get it. I don't get why Edge was holding them back. They won. I don't. Right. That's the right. that's the dumbest part of this. I don't. You just won your match last night, and he pinned the guy that you're replacing him with. Yeah, I mean, there like was that too. I I don't. I don't know, man. I like I just don't none of this is working for me. Um I I, I don't know what else there is to say. I'm what I'm terrified of is that this is just a thing that we're doing for the sake of doing, and then at some point it just sort of dies uh, an inevitable death. The only hope I have at this point, and I, I don't like this because I don't think that Bianca needs to lose the belt, but I almost think that Rhea has to beat Bianca because Otherwise, I just don't. What is the Judgment Day? Otherwise, there's something to. I I think there's something to lose to the faces at a big moment. I think that's what they are. What is the? Who are the faces that are getting value value out of it? I'm not saying any getting value out of it, but they there's in their mind they think uh, you know whether it's SummerSlam or whatever, an Edge win over Finn Balor creates a fun, happy-go-lucky moment. I'll tell you what they so what here's a tricky thing, right? It's really tricky. And again, I know that it's Edge. I know we're gonna say, well, it's Edge, so whatever, give him his old music and blah blah blah. But like you did a real hard turn with Edge just now. And like I was thinking mm-hmm. about this, like, how do you really make him a viable baby face right now? Other than that those people just beat him up. He said a lot of shit. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but like, he's still Edge. 
I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I do say. think he's just edge. But like, don't you feel like it almost would work better if he wasn't on this show? Like if you if, if he was just like removed from this whole thing altogether, like it's so bizarre that you have someone because it's not like um he's not a Kevin Owens heel. Like Kevin Owens is a heel that you immediately can like you immediately forget forget about all the healed stuff. He was like really, really healed. You know what I mean? And I don't know if people just be like nobody else. should, Unless that's the story you're going to tell is that like, you know, it's not like he can team up with AJ Styles now. You know what I mean? Oh, but oh that's what he's they're teaming up do. with AJ Styles. I know, but like that's so bad. I mean, like unless I'm not you, saying it's good, but it's what's happening. Like this is what's happening. Like you can't just switcheroo these guys. Like I don't know. I just feel like the way that he, that Edge has been portrayed makes this a little more difficult than it would have been if if he wasn't doing what he was just doing and he. If he was literally just like mad at one person and that's what turned him heel, this was like, I'm hate all the, I hate the crowd. I hate the people. Let's tear down the people every week. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, unless the answer is, all is, right. Metalingus hits it all, gets forgiven. That's what's going and, to unless happen. Unless the answer is, well, also time, right? Like he can't come out next week. Like, I think he comes back after Money in the Bank. Okay. Well, that's a month. So, that probably works. Yeah. You think he comes back at Money in the Bank and costs, like, Finn Balor the match or something? It's possible. It's possible. I also think, like, I I truly believe that whenever he comes, all it takes is one promo for him to say, I found clarity. I don't know what happened to me. I'm sorry. You know. Those uh, chair shots knocked to some sense into Right. Me. Something like that. I just, I. I think you're. I think you're. I just diminishing. don't know if we've ever seen this dynamic because it was his group. Like I, it was all his right, idea. I, I I understand that, but again, a lot of these times it just takes. I I want to talk to you guys. I screwed up. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry, and then remind them that you're Edge. Go spear someone, and you know, all's good here, right? The, like, the, the music change, by the way, I think does do a lot of good. Yeah, want to hear that song? It's true. Yep, there is that too. There is that too. Uh, anything else? It would be uh, the other winner of this feud would be Alter Bridge, who will have the music for both of the people. Ah, in the match. got that. That's true. That's a great <laughs> point. Got a lot going on there. Got a lot going on there. Okay, now on to CM Punk. Um, it's it's obviously horrible timing, right? It's. It's even worse because everything that comes out of it is so convoluted. I have no idea what to make of it. The good news for them is that, like, Forbidden Door was always going to be kind of a mess that was for a very specific professional wrestling fan that if you can get through it and CM Punk is back in time to be part of the Labor Day cycle... You're probably fine. You probably bought yourself a little bit of time. Just because this is... Forbidden Door was always going to be wonky. There was always going to be a lot of, hey, I don't know this guy. Who is this guy? Why do I care? This was always going to kind of be like this. So just making it wonkier, I don't know, isn't the end of the world. If you get to late July and you still don't know that CM Punk's back... 
that's a bit of a different situation. You got to start making contingency plans for John Moxley to have a different opponent for Labor Day. You got to figure out what what like what the cutoff is for when you need to know that CM Punk is back in time in order to go to Labor Day. But I don't know. I don't think it's the end of the world to have to deal with this for what is it going to be three four weeks after Forbidden Door to have to get through with kind of this unknown about what what you're going to do come Labor Day weekends. Well, here's an interesting question, though. Was John Moxley always going to be the Labor Day opponent then? Is that what we should assume? No. Because that's not what we were thinking before. I, I, I don't think we should assume that. I think that... Well, so then something else got torn up in the process, too, right? Well, it was... I mean, the big question is, what is... You know, we don't know what CM Punk's injury is. We know he had to have surgery. We know it's a lower body injury. We don't know. It's a, le- it's a leg injury, right? Yeah, but but that we have no. But it lower leg. But we have specifically, no idea. them not having him drop the belt would tell you they don't believe it's a if 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 they're letting him hold on to the belt for a six month injury, I mean they're out of their minds. Agreed. That's insanity. You just have him relinquish the belt and then say, but we promised him that he gets the first match back, right? Like. That you don't let you don't bastardize your entire company. Although I get it, WWE is literally having two champions disappear. <laughs> um, you don't bastardize your entire company by going six months of interim champions because you like the guy that that got hurt. I mean, you just don't do that. There's a time limit by which you say the guy's got to lay the belt down. The fact that they didn't makes me say there's got to be a chance it's three months or less. There has to be a chance that it's more in that range and that they're doing the math based around Labor Day weekend in the hope that he could be back, knowing they might need to have a backup plan by the time we get there. To your point, Brandon, did, did we kind of assume that we were moving to CM Punk MJF? Yes. Did, was it? Could it have been any louder that MJF wasn't mentioned on the show on Wednesday night? After being the biggest thing in all of professional wrestling the, the previous week, the most important thing that happened in all of pro wrestling, there wasn't even a let's look back on what happened. Well, because they're trying to pretend that, that he got fired. Well, not that he it, got fired, no. Well, they but, but he's him persona from the non grata. Yeah, they're trying to they, they right. They're trying to continue. The they're trying to continue to blur the the work. They're trying to work everybody. They're not blurring anything. They're they're completely trying to work everything. Um, it's not a blur. What's what's blurry about it? They removed him from the website. They removed him from all the promos. They're trying to make the people who read the internet think that. But they're not saying he was fired or suspended either. No, like, but they're ignoring him altogether, which is bigger than that. If they were saying he fi- they fired him, that feels like a storyline. So they're like double thinking it, saying like, oh, it'll feel real if we act like that. Because if, if you watch the last week's show, they don't even acknowledge what happened for the rest of the show. Right. They don't talk about him. Yeah. They don't talk about the promo. They don't show it again. And they want you to think, like, again, I, they want you to think it without them saying it. You know what I mean? Because it makes it but, feel more but that, real. But that no, makes, and that's the thing. I don't know if it's so much working as trying to make it feel real. Right. And that's the, you're going so far to try to make it feel real that you're not capitalizing on your own thing and no one actually believes it's real. Like, you're still not getting the desire. If C- right. if MJF was fired, we'd know he was fired, right? Like, they are they know who their audience is. Their audience isn't confused children. They're the people that read everything on the internet. Right, so they think so, they can work them by double thinking. And but, they're, they're wrong, by that's, the way. And that's the point. That's saying, why I'm I saying it's... I think that. I think what I'm saying about it being blurry is 
they're screwing their own thing up. They have the thing that was the hottest thing in all of professional wrestling, and they don't know what to do about it. And by the way, I do believe that there's a further blurred line, which is that to everyone's reporting, nobody really knows what actually happened in Vegas. Like, they're... Everyone is reporting the exact same way, that there is still an unknown about what actually occurred there. So I think it's possible that there's still like some sort of friction involved with all of this, which is, are, were we ready to throw ourselves back behind MJF after this? Were we ready for that? Does, does the contract have to get worked out before we can move forward with this? Do we need to wait until that's done before we throw ourselves behind it? Because if we throw ourselves behind something... And the dude really did, like, legitimately no-show. And there's the risk that he does it again. That's kind of a problem. Like, you you can't, as a company, you can't just do that and say, well, people like him, so we got to throw everything else behind him. If he's still mad about the contract, it's still problematic. There's also the complication, you know, obviously the CM Punk, you know, in 2011 is the, the, the biggest, uh, obviously, influence in comparison to this and, you know, Tony Khan remember, you know, because he was one of the internet warrior people, remembers how bad of a reaction it got when CM Punk went away and then came back a week later. So he's just trying to get in his mind. There's probably another thing where he's like, you know what, I'm going the opposite way from this. The one thing I'm not going to do is rush this. And probably to his detriment, I agree. But I bet you that that's well, at because, least part uh, of the thought process. But to be fair, then. what do you do with him at Forbidden Door? You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Like, you have to get around that before you can do something meaningful anyway. So I, I, I get what you're saying. But, like, again, they, they have clearly decided that they're fully committed to this bit. And so if they're fully committing to the bit, then they can't make him part of the show because that would ruin the bit. I mean, okay. I, I just don't know how much value there is in the bit. I just And what I would say is I don't think there's much in, in any way of value in the bit. Um, I think it's grotesque to do this all for John Moxley. Like yes. that's the part. I I think it's weirder that they're trying to force the Kyle O'Reilly thing. I get it. It like oh anything's better than NXT Kyle O'Reilly, but this isn't that much better than Kyle no, O'Reilly. No, it's, it's 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 right there. With like it's, 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 it's I don't think it's right there. No, no, no. It is. It's shitty music and the yep. guitar stroke away from. NXT Colorado. Well, the music's terrible in, in AEW. I yeah, mean, it's, that music's bad. It's not as bad as the WWE. Maybe, but it's not good. Like, there's nothing about that that says, I'm excited about what's about to happen it, here. The only difference is he's not doing that awful dance. Yes, that's the, the dance. He's still got some quirky in there that you're like, dude, just stop. Just stop. Don't move your body. Don't don't walk. <laughs> don't Do not move your body in if any way. If you're not way. wrestling, don't try to do anything. A hundred percent. Like it's it's one. You're not good at it, and two. Every time you do it, just reminds me of convulsing Kyle O'Reilly. Like stop, stop <laughs> it altogether. The biggest difference is what they did is they just allowed him to have kind of a crazy match, right? And. That was oversold a little bit. It was a good match. It it was not a classic. It was not a an all-time great match. It was a good wrestling match. And that's okay. It's good to have good wrestling matches. I like good wrestling matches. I just don't... We oversell everything. Everything is the greatest or the worst. It was a good wrestling match. So let Kyle O'Reilly be a good wrestler because Kyle O'Reilly is a good wrestler. Um, so, so give him that room to be that guy. This was always weird the moment you had him win that that battle royal 
the awkwardness of doing a good wrestling match with Kyle O'Reilly is you were so far up against it to try to get me to believe there was a chance that Kyle O'Reilly was beating John Moxley. Once that, John Moxley was announced in that match, there yeah. was almost nobody that you could have put well, in that match. I put Adam Cole in the match, and you would have questioned it. Yep. You could have put there's there's a actually yeah I, I, I strongly disagree. There's with like it. five people. You yeah, could put in I the strongly match. disagree with that. I think there were a lot of people. That By you the could way. Have, one of the people you could have put in the match where you would have thought maybe he would win said some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard anyone say uh, in that promo with Wardlow. Like, what in the hell was that? <laughs> I don't care. I don't want that because it's not the champ, but I do want the TNT title. Like, get out of here with that. Yeah. What I mean, is that? I mean, that's that's that was stupid. I mean, like, I, there was something to be said for... I, I'm I'm willing to wait or something along those lines. Like I I I want to beat Punk or something like that. It was like fine that. until he said, "Now I want the TNT right. title." <laughs> like that 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 I part. I sort of got it. I was like, I don't really like it. But I, I would think, but I would almost I don't think realistically anyone would ever say what he said. So I I think it's just a a lazy plot device. But I would have forgiven it if he didn't say, "Okay, onto the TNT belt." Yeah, that's tough. Maybe maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm trying you know to. Know what a, would be a really a really great way to get the uh, world championship, Glenn? What the to win, win the, the world interim championship? Yeah, it would go a long way. That's it. Would be. Does the TNT title get you anywhere near the? Uh, not to my knowledge, it does nope. not. Not to my knowledge. I'm with you on that. Um, look, I, I I don't know. This is all. It's all very awkward. It's the only part of it. It's it's weird that after allowing MJF to do the bit about all you ever do is put over former WWE guys to then make your qualifying match to former WWE guys. And and that's I it, it almost made me wonder about that. Like could it be that they're setting that up for MJF because it is just another WWE guy? That I, I don't think that anybody considers Kyle O'Reilly that though. I disagree. You do? Well, I do. No. I, I was I was going to say, but for me it was always more about Moxley. Well, it's he, a lot yeah, about I, Moxley, but I do think it matters. They 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 built a night around Kyle O'Reilly, and Kyle O'Reilly oh, abs- fair. is that's absolutely fair. in this this world that that MJF is creating, in which we have our own guys who did their own thing, and you just keep signing all of the WWE guys. Kyle O'Reilly absolutely fits in that department. One thousand percent fits. It does. Yeah, it, that's that's fair. I guess in my head, I was just because these fans would have known who he well, was. And, well, and, and but but here's the important thing: if, if we're going down this road, yes, Kyle O'Reilly is is a pre WWE person. It made a name before WWE, but he's here with his WWE gimmick, pretty much. Yep. He's part of the oh, undisputed that, era. Yep, you're right. Yep. You're right. Like now. If if what you're saying is okay, so you have Moxley win, and then you just have MJF face Moxley, like uh, okay, sure, like sure, it takes a lot of the air out of the balloon, right? Like, are, are, is this like a scenario in which CM Punk can't come back? I, I mean, I'm just trying to put the no, no, no. I'm together. asking, oh. what didn't Glenn just say that? Or I'm sorry, did I hear the wrong person. Who who said that he would fight that MJF would fight Moxley? Well, that was so. I, I was Aaron the one who said. Up, I, yes. I wonder if part of this is to further the Moxley thing. Yes. So, like, but but like in the world where MJF is fighting Moxley, is that a world in which CM Punk is not ready by Labor Day? Well, I would have to be if CM Punk's yes. ready by Labor Day. Then CM Punk's in that match. No, I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm trying to keep all this shit straight. Yeah. So, I guess I guess okay. here's 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 where yes, if it, let's just say it, he's not ready by Labor Day, you pull the trigger on MJF for Labor Day, and then you have Punk come back. 
and fa- and they they face off to unify the titles. If MJF is going to be a face, he has to beat CM Punk. Yeah, he, right. And he, and by the way, he can't win the interim belt. Yeah, he, he has to win yeah. the real no, belt. That's right. not an option. It's just not. That's that's not. If if that's what you're imagining, this is for MJF is him becoming. Super face? No, no. Yeah, you're that's, right. You're right. That's third. And, and by the way, in a but, world but, in, in a world in which CM Punk can't make Labor Day, you have to strip him of the belt. You can't let that linger. I mean, the problem is at that point, like if you, he doesn't yeah, make, you've, you've gone down this road. You're not stripping him at this point, right? Like you, you shouldn't have to begin with. If there was any risk of him not being ready for Labor Day, you shouldn't have allowed him to do this. That's the problem. Um, but if you get to that point and he's just not ready yet, but he'd be ready by. What is it? November is that when they're next? Yeah, full yeah. gear. Yeah, they're he's ready by full gear. You you kind of have to just gut it out and say, look, we already did an interim champion. We'll just have. To. It's not like they haven't wasted championship matches at pay per views before. Like they've done plenty of those over the years. So your main event but, can be, you know, Moxley let, and let, O'Reilly again. Frankly, at that point, let, let not, me let me uh, let me paint this picture though. Let's I'm, again just kind of spitballing this. CM Punk is ready by Labor Day. And one of the reasons you wanted Moxley as the champion is so for the next three months, you have MJF continuing to cut these promos. See a W, you know, you have a WWE guy as champion. This yeah. is the guy. He was handpicked for this spot by this. So that way punk versus Moxley at Labor Day. And then at the, the Arthur Ashe show a few weeks later, it's MJF there. Yeah. Well, when, I mean... when do you have MJF come back in this scenario? July, early July, basically after Forbidden Door. Hey, look, Aaron, I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea. Um, I, I, I do still struggle with whether or not it's if have if you're creating that moment, is that the right? I would almost say at that point you'd be better off trying to reintroduce the Punk MJF thing in September, right? Like just saying, let's let's hold this out and then announce. That MJF is returning for um, the Arthur Ashe Stadium show. I just, it feels like MJF going over CM Punk should be something that happens at a pay per view, right? Like, that feels like it should be something. The Arthur Ashe, I, 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 the one exception would be Arthur Ashe. Why you say that, you're, ha, that's only a couple weeks removed. You're not getting a whole build between. Well, you, you build, you have MJF kind of looming over the. But punk that's not, monster. it's not the same thing. And you know it's not the same thing. Like, I, it, I know it's not exactly the same thing, but I, I do wonder if it can work. I mean, yeah, could it work? I guess it could work, but you absolutely should be getting a prolonged five, six, six week build of MJF and CM Punk leading up to that moment. You should be getting all of the bang for your buck leading up to that moment. So. I, I I think your theory is close to something that makes sense. I would say at this point, again, if if you know CM Punk's back, maybe let MJF continue to sit out for the summer, right? Like maybe let him continue to marinate for the entirety of the summer and then start announcing after Labor Day that MJF is returning for um for the 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 no, for the Arthur Ashe show. Oh, Arthur Ashe. And I have gotcha, that then. be the first place that he arrives to reintroduce himself to CM Punk. And then do whatever you want to do for a couple of weeks. Maybe you present, again, because Tony Khan is somehow part of this story, where Tony Khan says, before you get your championship match, you have to do these other things. I, You know, 
that's all they ever and they're do. They're all against former WWE people. Something like that, because that's that's the trope that they use in AEW, and set that up to ultimately get to the point that you're going to get to with Punk and um, MJF at full gear. That would just be my thought about that. But look, man, you know, there's so many questions here. Is Punk definitely back in time for Labor Day? If he's not, you know, maybe you could do Punk Moxley at um, at where if there's a question about it. If you get to late July, and it's close. Maybe you just go ahead and announce a championship match for Labor Day knowing, hey, with, if we know by then that CM Punk's ready, we can announce that as the match for Arthur Ashe Stadium, right? Like, that, that could sort of solve your problem. You don't have to sell a pay-per-view. You don't need as much time. If coming out immediately after the remind me it's all out right is what we're talking about for labor day weekend yes if immediately yes. after all out either literally that night cm punk shows up after the moxley whoever you have moxley face after that match is over and says i'm back or he shows up on wednesday the time frames can all work you can have the late july time frame know whether or not cm punk is definitely ready for labor day if he's definitely if it's not definite that he's ready for Labor Day, you go ahead, you announce a match, and then you move and say, we're doing Punk Moxley. The next, the next target becomes Arthur Ashe Stadium for that. Um, That's just the tricky thing is how, how big do they, do they view the Arthur Ashe? And in a lot of ways, I think they might view it as bigger than All Out. I mean, if they, but that's a mistake too. You know what why? I mean? Like, Wait, why? It's to view it as bigger? You only have four pay-per-views all year. You have four. They have to be massive. This has been the problem eternally. Like, isn't this the show that like kind of sucked last year because we all had all these high expectations and they didn't do anything? Which, what are we talking about? The Arthur Ashe show last year. Well, I'm. That's why I'm saying it can't be more important than your pay per view. Yeah, well, like, that's, that's what I'm point. saying. Like, what Aaron would said is crazy. Uh, well, I Tony Khan, he, I can't remember the exact phrasing he used, but in in one of his uh, ramblings post pay per view here. He mentioned the Arthur Ashe show and mentioned how big he wants it to become as an annual thing. Well, like I, mean, I'm just... I, I don't doubt that he but wants it to be big. Didn't the last year suck? Like, didn't he claim it was good, but it wasn't? Wasn't that one of those? When I say oh, it, suck, I don't mean suck, but you know what I mean. It, it was, was yeah, it underwhelming. Was, it, it, it had it had the uh, the the uh, Omega Danielson match there. No. So, depending on how you felt about that. Well, match. that was a big match, and that's the thing. I have right. doing a big match makes all the sense in the world, but prioritizing it over your pay per view is goes back to the problems that we've always talked about. That like they're saying this is more, you only get four pay per views, you only get four right. cycles. Punting a cycle in favor of something else is it's just baddie. Like just get rid of them. Just don't do pay per views then. Like stop it. Like, you, you can't. Or move all out to Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, I mean, sure. If that's what you want to do, do it that way. I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Um, look, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not in favor of them. I think John Moxley was the wrong answer to this. To your point, Aaron, could you use it somehow in the MJFs? I, I, I guess. I guess you could. But... I almost feel like it's convoluted at that point, and I wouldn't do that. I think that there is a bigger, there's a bigger issue at hand. And somebody would say that um, if you're just going back to Punk anyway, and that's essentially what you're announcing. You're kind of announcing by not making him drop the belt that he's winning the belt back anyway. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, you you almost have to. You can't give it to somebody for whom this would be meaningful because it's not right. actually meaningful. 
So with all of those qualifications, to say Moxley is the answer, okay, fine. He's been a champion before, so it's not all that meaningful that he would win the championship again, so it doesn't take away from that that it's not actually the championship. I guess maybe I'm talking myself into it as I keep repeating these things, <laughs> that that in the end of the day, it becomes a necessary evil that you created by not just having CM Punk drop the belt, which goes back to the bigger problem of how long is he going to be out should you have just had CM Punk drop the belt? And I, yeah, I, when, when, you know, in between him announcing he's dropping the belt and, and them announcing what they were doing, my initial thought was, oh, he's dropping the belt. Well, this is, you know, we were talking about who could be, you know, the, the corporate slime ball. This is the spot for Adam Cole. Um, that was kind of my, but then once they announced interim, I was like, for all the reasons you just said, I was yeah. like, oh, well, I guess it, yeah, it does. Cr- yeah, tough. right. And maybe, and maybe it could have still worked with Adam Cole, right? Because does it, this goes back to what is Adam Cole ultimately going to be? I don't think Adam Cole is a star of stars in AEW. I just think he's kind of a star. So I don't know that it's that big of a deal if Adam Cole wins the interim championship, but I kind of get it. You don't want to have someone win their first championship as an interim championship because if they never win the championship again, you create the situation of were they ever champion at all? And that's so complicated and weird. It just goes back to why we typically don't do this in pro wrestling, right? Like we just typically don't allow people to to take the belt with them and and give interim championships out. It's for a secondary title, sure, right? Like, fine, do that for the TNT championship. But for your heavyweight championship, it's not supposed to work this way. Yeah, it's just, especially with Forbidden Door being that pay-per-view that they're concerned about, it, it does feel a little bit weird why they didn't just say, you know, take some time off. If, if this is a two-month thing, take a little time off. We're good for Forbidden Door. We'll throw... You know, anybody and you could do Moxley versus Tanahashi and for not the title and no one would have blinked an eye because kind of people assumed that was going to be the match anyways, because these two have been feuding for so long uh, in Japan. Um, It was this is the pay-per-view. You can skip an actual title defense. So it it is a little bit weird that they felt the need to do it. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. All right. Anything else AWIs that we need to cover? I don't think so. No, not really. I mean, I. I, I I tried to convince myself like I, again I tried to convince myself that like Pack um, Buddy uh, Matthews was as good as everybody was making it out to be. It was fine. It was a fun match. It was yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Right? What do we think like, about the Atlantic Champion? Yeah. Like, oh um, God. Yeah. Like I need another belt. I like the concept of it is fine if they didn't have fifty other belts already. Well, like, and, I, I I do like the idea of look, these people who are randomly showing up from other companies and stuff, well, now they have a reason to show up because they have a title that's, you know, can be, can exchange hands, could go to anybody and all that. The concept's there. I just don't need a 50th title. I think that a World Cup would be better than this. I, 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 would, I would think you want to do it. You want to create a World Cup tournament every year and say so that, that you've got only one guy can represent their country in the tournament and then they can make competition in order to be the guy to represent the country. I I listened to that before. This is this is way. I don't know why this belt matters. You didn't present to me why it is that Miro would be interested in this specifically. What about this belt makes Miro want this instead of a real belt? 
I don't know. Like, yeah, like I, I mean, said, that's like the I, biggest problem with all of these, right? It's like like with the Wardlow promo is basically what all this is. It's like people who should want the real belt. Like Malachi Black should want the real title. You know what I mean? Like, why does he care? Even the TNT title at this point that you've developed as a real thing that people want. These all these people should want that. Right. There's no there is no reason to me why this per and again, the idea of representing your country all well and good, make that a tournament. Just every I, mean, I, I think the the only reason the tournament doesn't work is because what the idea behind this is is you know, when when random people from random companies show up, they're going after this. They but, they want to make it. You've so let, it's not so wait, wait, wait. Why are you saying the random company? Then? Right. Like you're they're letting they're, all they're, of these people are AEW except for two people. And the only reason oh, the oh, other but, but two I, I I mean, based on what I, I maybe I'm just speculating on it, but th- this to me feels like the thing. You know, when PAC is over, let, let's say PAC won. But they're letting and, everybody, and they're, they're putting belt, like, they're defending other companies' belts <laughs> yeah. in their company. They're, I know. They're, why so wouldn't? Here's, here's what's weird about this. And this is what I think is, it's a little spicy to talk about. They're basically like, this is the belt for people who aren't from America. Because all these people are from other countries, right? Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't. I don't really read too much into that. I, I don't. Are they saying this is the foreign guy title? But they're not saying that like no American could compete for it. They're not no, saying but there's that. None, they're not. But like, what if what if they just do that? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what if every I mean, match is like, okay, now now uh, you know, Fuego de Sol gets a, right. a, a title shot. To, and then to, the to next, me, this feels like the belt of the person can win. The yeah. belt of WXW But they're putting a New Japan win. person in the AEW championship match. Right, right. Like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> they have not right. established that, that somebody from another company isn't allowed to go after other AEW championships. In fact, the opposite. It's the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they openly welcome you to come in and challenge with the they are trying to get you to believe that there is a 50 50 chance that a new japan person is going to be the champion of aw in a couple of weeks this makes no sense it's just but no one at the same time though no one believes that they'll win i of course i don't believe that they'll win but maybe wait until after that to announce this yeah, then well that in, unless to be they want that, yeah. what's his name to fight cm punk who was the guy that was supposed to fight him to begin with Tanahashi. Tanahashi. If they want him to to to, to fight CM Punk, what yeah. if they do let him? Actually, in? you know what? That's not crazy, by the way. It's absolutely not crazy if they think CM Punk. The, the be... only the only reason it is a little bit crazy is because of the timing for it. Why? Like, you can't. Why? Because of the G the G one. When you can't, you, that that wouldn't disappearing for six weeks. Well, what or... if they did some effed up thing where that match just filmed in Japan or something? You know, I mean, anything's on the table here. Like, I feel like Tony Khan will do anything. I, like what I would go back to with Tanahashi is like th- this speaks to what you said. If if they got to this point and said, "Well, hey, that means we can get this match here and then get CM Punk and Tanahashi on Labor Day," the idea that, that means that your interim champion is missing for a few weeks is not that big of a deal, particularly well, because it, it would defeat the it would entirely defeat the purpose of having an interim champion. But it would give a reason to do CM Punk and Tanahashi again. No, what if what if the only reason to have an interim champion is to get through the next pay per view? But, I mean, you could do like let, let's assume the the plan they don't is CM Punk versus Tanahashi. First of all, see, like, like CM, the- CM Punk versus 
if the idea is CM Punk versus Tanahashi at All Out, instead, like you just wouldn't have the mat a title match at Forbidden Door. No, but they're trying to not do that. You know what I mean? Like, like you're 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 using WWE logic where like they're like, ah, we don't need to do that. He can just be off pay per view. Well, like, what if they have internally decided we want a title match on every pay per view? And so this is how we get a high profile match that everybody will want to see. If it's Tanahashi versus John Moxley, I mean, isn't that one B to CM Punk and and Tanahashi? Uh, well, I mean, more you know, a lot of people were actually disappointed when it was initially announced as Punk versus Tanahashi because they wanted. Uh, Moxley versus Tanahashi because okay, they've been teasing so, that for well, so and didn't, long. Didn't yeah. everybody, and didn't everybody want CM Punk and Kenta too? What's, what Kenta, was, yeah, they they wanted that, but they especially. I mean, Mox versus Tanahashi is a match that's literally been built. If right. You pay attention so you're to gonna Japan. get it. Like they're feuding. Yes, but you didn't need the title for it. Is my point. Well, but I would I I, I go back to why does it make it worse? This is not somebody who's going to be spoiled by being an AEW interim champion, right? Like, well, my, no, to, to me, it makes it worse simply because the point of having an interim champion is so you have a champion on TV. If you're guaranteed, if you're putting the champion on championship on ta- the interim championship on Tanahashi, you're guaranteeing he's not going. The interim champion is not going to be around for six weeks. I mean, you're you're saying that like it's not impossible they could do something to get him there at some point during that stretch, like. You're you're pretending like no one's able to leave at all during the court. Like it's the G one's not an everyday event. It's a lot of days. You're right. It's not literally every day. They probably could, and I don't know what the restrictions are as far as flying back and forth for a day or two. How, how long does that thing last? About a month. Hang on a second. So you're saying you? If, I mean, if they could get them for a week on one side and the week on the other side, then problem solved. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to pull it up. Um, yeah, there are a few different spots. Hang on a second. Do, 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 do. And by the way, right. that's assuming they need him. Though. I mean, is he well, it doesn't. Okay, so it doesn't even whatever? start until July 16th. So you'd have it's, the. Uh, it's the 16th through the 18th. Yeah. So you'd have the first couple of, of weeks where you could do something with it, and then there's a few different spots in there where there are three day breaks. Now I don't I don't know the dates off the top of my head as whether or not you know you could fly him in and do something, but at the same time it's not as if Tanahashi is going to be cutting big time promos and acting along those lines. It could very well be that it's essentially the same thing as the scenario we brought up, which is well you just don't have a championship, but you create a scenario where you have champion versus champion at your next pay per view, and to them that feels like bigger money. And you got the Moxley match, and it, there's stakes attached to it. And and by the way, if just by the way, I, but Har- none of, I'm with you. I'm not expecting this to happen. I I hundred percent think that John Moxley is winning. Yeah, but, but but just uh, the nature of this conversation, though, like right. if, if, if like you can make an argument that either one of those people could win, which makes it compelling to have that title match on your pay per view. All right. Okay. Uh, like uh, all right, like I, you know, I fundamentally have, I have trouble seeing it, but yeah. I mean, sure. Do I trouble again? I had trouble with the fact that they create an interim championship. Well, well like let's well real quick. Like the other side of it is, it's all LOL. Moxley wins, so why? <laughs> I mean, that's the other side. Well, the other side is if you're not even con- considering giving it to the other guy to give it to Tanahashi, like then it's just LOL. Moxley wins. So how is that better? 
I mean, it's it's almost it's the, it's the whole problem with the interim title. Right, it I, almost would be shockingly shockingly great if Tanahashi won. Uh, it would it would create a moment if if Tanahashi becomes AEW even interim champion. That's a moment. There's no doubt about that. And it's not the end of the world to do that to him because he's not really an AEW person, right? Like that's that's you don't want to do that to Wardlow, but you could do that with Tanahashi, where he Absolutely. could just you know Ta- Tanahashi is already cemented, like his legacy is cemented. Yes, this is, the AEW title is not the most important thing he's going to win. He's yep. you know he is the first ballot Hall of Famer from New Japan. Yep, no doubt. It, it's Cena. It's it's when Cena won the title, knowing that he'd be running into Brock in a couple months after uh, da- uh, Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan had to drop it. Yep, that's what it is. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Uh, very good. Anything else? We good? Can we wrap up? Uh, unless you wanted to talk about NXT at all. Uh, w- would you like to? I, I guess I forgot that the pay-per-view was. I really did. Yeah. I really forgot the pay-per-view was this week. Apollo um, Crews is in NXT. Oh, yeah. That too. I, li- I like that. Yeah, I think it, you know, you know, it almost covers the problem we were talking about where, like, it feels like Carmelo should have been elevated. I actually think that this is, this might signify Braun going up. That this might be the sort of in-between is to have... Apollo Crews wins the belt? Mm-hmm. Well, I saw... We, we don't have to talk about it if we, if we have decided that we don't do spoilers here. Mm-hmm. I did see a spoiler for next week uh, for who the opponent is at Great American Bash. I could say it or or not, but I don't understand. Do they tape something? Is that they tape? Was... They tape next week. Did they? I didn't yes. even realize that. I mean, yeah, they they did two shows in a row this week. I don't really care one way or the other. If I'm being completely honest with you, but so so the match the match for Great American Bash is uh, Braun Breaker versus Cameron Grimes for the title. Okay. So. We know what's happening there. <laughs> so, well, but you Apollo- do you think that means that Grimes is growing up? No, I think that means that the Apollo match isn't going to happen till SummerSlam if that's the match, you know, because if they're like in theory, I thought, as you probably did, that Apollo Crews was going to get the title match in a month here. But if or whatever that show is, right. July 5th, right? Right. Now, there's it's entirely possible and it would be awfully uh, cookie cutter if somehow Apollo Crews gets added to that match. God, they can't do that again. Eesh. But they totally could. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, you say they but can't. I, but I, 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 could, I could viably see them trying to drag that out to SummerSlam weekend and then well, having... I, I, was, I was actually going to say, if this is a sign that Bron- like that Apollo is going to be the guy, I think that's more of a sign. If he was just supposed to be another guy for right. Braun to go over and make look better, I would have absolutely expected him at Great American Bash. Right. The fact that they're holding it off, to me, I think lends some credence to the idea I that agree. Apollo might be real. Yeah. And they're trying to, like, not that they needed to because he was obviously very over with that crowd, but it was cool that they gave him the rub with Braun at the beginning of the show and then teamed him up with Solo against uh, Grayson Waller and... Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I Carmelo know. Hayes. Thank you. Uh, yes. At the end of the show. Yeah, and it was. It was, was also like, neat that he had a last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it was it was, but it was. I thought it was smart to say like, okay, like here's why I'm here. But then, okay, we're gonna do the work now, like, and we're gonna make sure that you remember why o- Apollo Cruz is awesome. Well, and, and just the idea that you know Apollo is legitimately a guy who has unfinished business there. He's one of the all time kind of head scratcher call-ups when they weren't necessarily sure what to do with him at the time and he hadn't really done much in nxt at the time um you know playing up on that is a good idea 
Oh, by, by the way, this is also proof that, or pr what, proof number 138 that WWE listens to the show? Because I believe somebody, one of us said this like months ago, that that would be the next guy. Somebody on this show said, I don't remember who it was, it was me or you or, or Aaron, but somebody said that when we were trying to figure out who the ne next Dolph Ziggler guy was going to be, maybe Aaron, somebody was like, well, Paulo Cruz isn't doing anything. <laughs> I, I, somebody said it. Uh, that might be right. I mean, I'm, yeah, I, 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 I definitely think I said that they should when they uh, when uh, MSK vacated the titles. I said Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz will probably end right, up there. Right. But all right. Yeah. All right. Very good. Um, let's wrap up. Let's get plugs in. Aaron. Uh, check out vsin.com. Check out all vsin programming on Masson and anywhere else you can uh, find vsin out in Maryland or wherever you're listening to. And uh, check me out on Twitter at the Aoster. Uh, Brandon, we just announced a ton of shows this week. So uh, Courtney Barnett returns September 10th. Uh, Fontaine's DC uh, do their biggest Baltimore headline show since their fabulous uh, new record came out on October 3rd. And we just announced Kenny Hoopla uh, at Ramshead on October 18th. And all of those tickets are on sale or will be on sale by the time you listen to this, just go to ramsheadlive.com for all those links and follow us at ramsheadlive on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. And of course, at AJ Francis 410 is how you follow him for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Glenn has small balls. <laughs>